0: trying to say as we, as we like, clean The BM
1: Podcast doing the most to get? You
0: doing the most to get out here? we are totally starting it with the most it, it looks like we starting it with the most as we kick into the live scene and all of that good stuff. Uh, yeah. If you didn't hear the whole thing we was talking about, we was talking about how does Daniel Kaluuya get nominated for a supporting actor role in a movie he pretty much uh, led uh, same with Lakeith Stansfield uh, that's some weird stuff right there hashtag uh, Oscar so white didn't they do that a little while ago? Wasn't that a thing? Who <laughs> uh, was well, this here, man? Well, exactly.
1: It's blowing up. She won best director. That's true.
2: would uh, you say about Face Off? Force? Who, who was the best leading actor at Face Off?
0: Uh, she won Black. Fact. <laughs> <Big factor. laughs> Oh, if it's crazy. a movie
1: starring it's Nick Cage. Cage. The answer is Nick Cage. Yeah, that's true. And it's like a
0: very lackluster performance by said performing uh starring actor. So, I hate Nicolas Cage. If you ever heard any previous episodes about Nicolas Cage, Catabas you love Cage. that one movie. You loved that one movie. I loved it. I, I so I, I didn't love it cuz of Nicolas Cage. I loved it cuz of the aesthetic of the film. Now, don't get me wrong. Nick, gotcha. Nick Cage did his thing And Force is correct I really do enjoy the movie Mandy It's my favorite yeah, horror and- movie If you go back And watch The podcast Or listen to the podcast yeah, You will know and- It was a very good movie And I did enjoy it But it wasn't Because of Nicolas Cage alone Um
3: <laughs> Correct
0: Yes uh, And The fourth or fifth best thing in that movie exactly he's just like he him being there doesn't hurt it but it's not like it's i, I wasn't sold because nick cage was in them i was like ah, i gotta see mandy because nick cage is in this bitch no that was never the case that wasn't it mm-hmm. but so so yeah so yeah catalyst is conflicted i guess i would say about nicholas cage not i hate him uh but yeah begin podcast we in the building uh another lovely week coming at you guys um we are very very happy to to kind of be a little more consistent in the content we hitting you with uh we're very happy to be live on twitch uh thank you for all the people joining us here on twitch getting to see it uh as it goes on um and today uh it's the begin podcast coming at you with the whole crew we're going to be talking falcon uh and winter soldier uh i'm somewhat fresh. I watched most of it today. Uh I haven't seen the entire thing, but you know, you know Catalyst. I'm not I'm not worried about spoilers. I'm still gonna enjoy this content. Uh and with the whole crew with me, the man right next to me
4: is Corwin Winner Blurred. Excited to talk about this important show.
0: Important. Very important. And right after him who's even more important is
2: Well I don't know if we got that, but it's the one and only force here to talk about this uh Falcon Winter Soldier Buddy Guy Cop show. Yeah, and if
0: Force is our crew's Falcon, he be the ball eagle. And after him
1: I got what's going on? It's your boy Double Black in the building representing uh, the Begin Podcast. I want to know what's going on with the Wakandans. We gotta talk about the Wakandans for sure in this bitch.
0: Oh, we got to. They they disabled my man's arm like it was nothing, son. They put the malware on this nigga arm. They said boop boop, boop boop and his arm was like ah. ah. So, <laughs> last but most certainly not least, I got my main man. It's laser beam coming here, wanting to do the reboot of the
3: show called Black Falcon and Zemo, the fashion forward. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Baron Zemo, the villain supreme. <laughs> oh
1: my god, that's so good. Oh man, that's a great cut. That's a deep cut. That's, that's
0: real deep. Cut. That's real deep.
1: That was the best,
3: that was my favorite scene from the whole show. Uh-huh. Or most yes, show. Yes, <laughs> yes. It was
0: good. So yes, we are talking Falcon and Winter Soldier today And as the Begin Podcast always does, we'll hit you with a quick synopsis We'll get into some character breakdowns and a little bit about the, the lore and uh, I guess aesthetic of the show uh, And then after that we're going to tell you how we felt about it uh, So well, uh, with no further ado, I'm going to kick it over to my man Double Black Who's going to let you know uh, what this was all about
1: what's going on, people? What's good? So, uh, yeah, this is the second Disney Plus show to come out, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was originally supposed to come out first last fall, but because of COVID, they couldn't finish shooting uh, until, like, November, December-ish, so the show got pushed back. Um, It is written by one guy and directed by one woman, so all the episodes are written by one dude or, you know, one head writer guy named Malcolm Spelling, I believe is his name? And he... Spellman and he's African American and a big comics fan. Uh and the woman is Kari Oh god, I'm blinking on her name, but anyway, so uh the show basically is about it picks up at the end after the end of Endgame where is basically retired because he's gone and lived another life and lived to be hundred and three and he passes the mantle on to Sam Wilson, who is Falcon of Captain America. And the sh- and the show is about his sort of like Internal and external struggle to uh, take on the mantle of Captain America. And he's joined in his shenanigans by Bucky, who was the Winter Soldier. He was James Buchanan. He was Cap's best friend, but was captured and brainwashed by Hydra in, uh, in World War II, and then was used as a soldier, uh, mercenary, not a mercenary, but an assassin by Hydra for a number of years. And so, um, and, it's, and then also, so the show kicks off. Sam gives up the shield and puts it in a museum. The US government takes it, gives it to another guy named uh, Walker, who is a you know, uh, current four-time winner of the Medal of Honor and has done a lot of great things on the battlefield in Iraq and Afghanistan, so they feel like he's the perfect choice to be uh, the new cap. Um, meanwhile, the snap, the reverse snap, has brought back a bunch of people and that has displaced all these other people. So what has happened in the world is, when Thanos snapped, a bunch of people disappeared. So in the world, people needed people to do things, so borders disappeared, and we became more of a one united world. Um, you know, people from one part of the world moved to a whole other part of the world that needed help and and vice versa. And so there was this whole feeling of the earth uniting, and, you know, uh, under the Thanos snap. And then you snap, and five years later, a bunch of people come back, and then those people who have maybe moved from one country to another country, are now displaced and put out because these people have returned and they're like this is my family home this is where I grew up this is what we own and so there's been a whole sort of movement against being against these people uh, led by the GRC which is the global repatriation council to try and get people uh, back to normal but it's it's seen as a terrorist sort of organization by the people who've been displaced um, by the people who um are being pushed out so they become terrorists themselves uh and have this mantra of the flag smashers they want to flag they want to smash all the borders and just create one united earth um, and they're led by this woman named carly uh who stole a super soldier serum from this person named the power broker in madripoor which is a fantastical but a uh, very real destination in the mcu where uh, bad guys hang out and it's like a pirate code from the old days where lawlessness still kind of rides. And then her and Walker Tango, she kills Walker's best friend. I and mean, Bucky, you know, try and fight them as well. And in their fights, they enlist Baron Zemo, who, if you remember, was in Captain America Civil War. He's the guy who set everything in play between Iron Man, Cap and Bucky. Um, and Zemo is the guy who wants to stop people from becoming super soldiers has a whole mission that he teams up with captain bucky for a while which then brings the wakandas into play because they hate zemo because zemo killed T'Chaka, um, and that brings the wakandans through the dora melange represented by the dora melange into direct conflict with walker with bucky with sam um, and the whole while uh, sam is really wrestling with p- picking up the mantle as a black man um as captain america and so and bucky is really wrestling with with the trauma of being the Winter Soldier and having killed people and trying to find closure, for killing people, and so uh that's you know kind of the, the synopsis of the show. uh I won't spoil too much where it ends because we'll talk about that in our reviews and like ends and what what things happen. But those are the main characters and kind of what's happening uh in the show. So did I leave any big broad strokes out or anything?
4: Mm,
0: that not that not that I can no. not that I can say no. You know,
1: we didn't mention the mantis, but that that's coming. It's coming. Hey, the mantis. Man that's the a focus. deep cut. Yeah, that's a deep cut. So gotta, <laughs> it's a deep cut. You got to stick around. Just can't listen to the beginning episode. Yeah, you gotta yeah. Stick, yeah. You gotta stick to the whole episode. That's um, I, mean. I can't so, give it all the way. Can't give it all the way up front, man. You got to tease it out.
0: So yeah, so I guess we can uh, kind of kick it into gear and kind of give it the begin podcast breakdown. Uh, and I guess the the man to start the whole conversation would be Core Winder What you got, man? All
4: right, I want to talk about the comics some of the comics that are the inspiration for the show um a lot of the best marvel content in the mcu or a lot of the the best content from the mcu is drawn from runs of the comic books um and um or at least in the shows uh armor wars is, is one and uh, uh wandavision was another uh, And this one is drawing inspiration from a number of sources. One is uh, the uh, Captain America comics from the mid eighties, where basically Captain America is uh, in in this storyline. Captain America steps down because the, um, the, the, the government wants him to report directly to them. So he steps down, and the government hires uh, basically uh, this character who is called the Super Patriot before, and that was John Walker. (laughs) It's very. Did he have a MAGA hat? Oh no, this is 1986, (laughs) man. He had a. Oh, very. They didn't
0: have have a MAGA hat yet. He he had one. He just didn't know it.
4: Donald Trump was a Democrat.
2: And and wait, before before we get into the Super Patriot, remember that the Super Patriot in the comics was given powers by. The power broker. Power
4: broker. The power broker. Yeah. That sounds like he yeah. gives loans. Yeah. So basically um <laughs> in, in the in the comics there basically there's a uh there's an unlimited there's a um basically super powered wrestlers who who get this get these abilities and um so Walker gets these powers. And uh he gets a little imbalanced and um the in the run of Captain America was a little I don't want to say it was controversial at the time but a lot of people it it was it was overtly political so the people who are kind of you know riffing about or you know kind of complaining about the the politics of the show um it, the the material is inherently political because walker um like he goes on a peacekeeping mission quote unquote to, to central america as like beating up dudes in detention centers, where he—he's he, not beating up. He's <laughs> like—I was gonna say—he whooping ass for peace. In, in <laughs> and eventually, you know, he's like he—he—he he, he realizes that the Captain America costume is supposed to inspire people, and he kind of goes through an arc in the comics that doesn't mirror directly the show, but it's—it's a similar arc. So you can tell that the the, the writer drew. A lot from Walker's arc is, is is drawn heavily from these comics
2: and also, and- also in that in that run uh, Captain America gives up the shield yes and so they have to decide who gets it right. and there are two people who they're thinking of and I think one was like Nick Fury and the other was um, Falcon okay. and they decide not to go with Nick Fury because he's too old and in the comics everybody uh, Nick Fury's white Spoiler alert! Right. <laughs> uh,
1: he's
2: not Black Panther. He's the So yeah, so they decide between, in the, yeah, in the regular Marvels,
4: uh, David Hasselhoff, man. Nick Fury. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a deep dive is Deep, dive. <laughs> deep
2: dive. Uh, But but they have to decide between uh, Nick Fury and Falcon, and they decide not to go Nick Fury because he's too old, and they don't think, I think like Nick Fury is gonna like want to stop being a director of shield or whatever uh and then falcon they don't think america's ready for falcon which directly ties into
4: this yeah yeah they 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 specifically say they have i i remember the panel because they they draw like the one black dude on the panel it was like nope america's not ready for a black dude nope not doing it
2: no yeah. and so they give it to john walker
4: right and so he um so he 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 uh eventually gives up the Captain America identity. Oh, uh, another important thing is that his, Lamar Hoskins is his his partner who also and and in the comics they're both super soldiers. And he they originally wanted him to be Bucky, and then he's like, you want to call Black Man Buck? No, Not doing it. So he mm-hmm. he takes on the name Battlestar. So that's okay. um so US so Captain America and Battlestar have their run for for a couple years. I think they they go for a good maybe uh maybe a year
2: maybe Sorry. maybe close to a year they let it simmer for a
4: bit yeah. his uh, his
0: scene was one of the best in the show about like like for yeah. real for real like,
4: and then well, and then um walker takes on the identity of 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 a us agent and 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 um he's kind of just a more more uh he's a he's a captain america figure who who works more closely with the with the US government. And, that's, and,
2: and that that happens after uh in the comics uh Walker's parents uh, are killed.
4: Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, he
2: they so he had a couple he had a couple bucky Super Patriot had his buckies. Uh and they only kept one. They kept the black bucky hmm. in search jokes. Uh <laughs> and then they had two other buckies and they became left winger and right winger and they outed him as a superhero and some people wanted to attack Captain America and he killed his parents and then, in retaliation, he went and killed
3: um, the the people the watchdogs I think,
4: yeah ah. yeah and that and that again that that material is 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 taken very closely from the from the comics oh yeah. yeah yeah and uh you know like he basically walker becomes enraged and 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 murders these people and so again the, the, there's a lot of beats from these comics that are imported directly into the show um another set of comics that um that are heavily drawn on for the show is um uh Captain America, the truth uh, which was written, I think, in 2003. Um, by um, uh, Kyle Baker drew it, and um, I think I don't remember who wrote it, but it was uh, the Truth, Red, White, and Black. And the idea is that uh, in those shit in those comics, that um, before the Super Soldier Serum was given. To Steve Rogers, they experiment with a bunch of different versions of the serum on 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 black GIs, and most of those GIs die, and the ones that survive um, would be you know there are like six of them, and they go on kind of secret missions behind enemy lines, um, so they're kind of like a secret super soldier force while Captain America is doing the doing the the upfront stuff you know doing the um doing the public stuff and the this the serum is unstable and all basically all of the all the test subjects die except for one um isaiah bradley and um and he basically goes on one last mission he defies orders and goes on a mission to to save Save a unit or something, and then he's thrown into the brig, and kind of he gets brain damaged and he's kind of written out of history, and they forget about him. And um, then uh, the the co- in the comic, um, basically, Captain America finds out about this. Steve Rogers finds out about it, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he goes to to find out the truth, and that's how that story unfolds. And um, and uh, you know, in the in the, the they draw a fair amount of inspiration for the uh, the for the show from from that comic as well. Uh, A number of characters from that comic show up. Um, One interesting thing, one aspect that they are not going to use is that um, and yeah, they they had a um, and this was controversial at the time. uh, Basically, Isaiah Bradley's son becomes like the super soldier mercenary dude who who becomes basically a Black Panther like he becomes a oh, he doesn't become a Panther he becomes a Muslim. So he calls himself just Josiah X. And, and he's like, you know, like a like a nation of Islam superhero, super soldier. And uh, they they ran that for a little while. And that was kind of conveniently Ministry of Information out because people lost their fucking minds about it. Basically. But that that's an interesting aspect that I don't that they're not going to use. But then uh, later on, I think in 2011, uh, the young Avengers brings in Eli Bradley, who is Isaiah's grandson. Um, And that character is ported in for the show. So those are those are some of the, the, the the comic books that are drawn from as well as a, a a later run of Captain America that that um, uh, that we'll talk about in, in in a minute. That well,
2: after that, like I, I think that we should definitely talk about the fact that uh, in the history of Marvel Comics, um, Bucky also held the shield, and uh, that came out of an Ed Brubaker run. Which actually introduced the Winter Soldier. I think we've talked about it before. Yes. Um, Ed Brubaker went in retconned, which uh, if anyone's listening, like it's you, you take some history and, and kind of smash some other things around to make it work. Um, but they they show that Bucky lived and became the Winter Soldier. Uh, that happens. Uh, there's a civil war. All these things, and Captain America gets killed. He gets shot by uh, Crossbones, I believe. And uh Bucky picks up the mantle of Captain America. And uh I, I think for this show, at least part of uh the lore is is Bucky's tied to the shield and it was leaning heavily on the fact that it means a lot to him. Uh and you know, and during that run, he goes, he he has a relationship with like Black Widow, all these things happen. It really helps him grow as a character. But um after Bucky gives up the shield to Steve Rogers again, uh, because he, you know, some time shenanigans. And, uh, then Falcon ends up getting the shield after Captain America gets de aged. Yeah. Or re aged. Uh, or re aged, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's, he, he's old. Uh, and in that, uh, that's when Falcon takes over the shield, very much like in the MCU uh, at the end of Endgame. Um, uh, and, during that run Falcon deals with a lot of the things that we talk about, or they talk about in the show of is America ready for a black captain America? Um, In in this series, which I I haven't read the whole thing, um, but during that time, you know, he, he tries to balance being a street level superhero with bearing the weight of the immense legacy of captain America. And, uh, Throughout it, like, they introduce a bunch of characters like Torres, who's in the show, uh, who takes upon the mantle of Falcon because he gives up, uh, you know, that name, that moniker. Um, in there, he also interacts with Rage, who's kind of one of my favorite obscure black heroes. I don't know if you guys yeah, know he Rage. Uh, he was in New Warriors. He's like a 13-year-old boy who tried to join the Avengers. Uh, uh, he that, got mutated super
4: that's kind of like a de- like you know the whole idea of a, a, a giant thir- like a thirteen year old black kid in a in a in a giant man's body just speaks so much to the mindset of of the uh, of the you know of uh, the you know black children being thought of as adults in terms of punishment and just treatment by society. Fact that his name
2: is Rage, Rage It's it, again. I had to bring it up. It's the begin podcast. Got to do yeah. these things. Cuts. Um, and in fact, like in that run where Falcon is Captain America, uh, I I believe that he something happens, and Rage goes to jail, and Falcon like Rage believes in the system, and it, it screws him. He gets beat up in jail. All the all these things happen to him. Uh, just as another reminder that minorities, even if you're a superhero, you've saved the world many times as a new warrior as an avenger. you can still fall victim to these things, much like uh, isaiah bradley
4: oh it was it was a it was a thing where uh, they bring in those um those oh, that's interesting. I wonder if they're gonna do that they they bring in those like um, robotic police things, like those Sentinel, basically like Sentinel police things. Like the AmeriCops or something, Yeah, right? the AmeriCops, and they're yeah. the ones that that kind of criminalize Rage, like he's trying to break up a, a robbery or something, he I don't like
3: these AmeriCops yeah.
4: No they can, <laughs> uh, they can beat
3: up strong black superheroes, like Rage and Luke Cage uh, doesn't matter. That's
1: interesting. I didn't. Those are some deep cuts. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, about. yeah. The, the, the America. I know about right. like Patriot. Like you know, Isaiah Bradley's some becoming Patriot and that kind. Of, but I didn't know about all this, other. this a grand you know, stuff. This is great.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and there is discussion that Patriot. There's going to be a Young Avenger show because they have introduced some of the potential members in WandaVision.
4: Right. Oh, uh they have. Well, they they they're they're doing a Kate Bishop Hawkeye show. They introduced. Stature already in, in Ant Man, um and Speed and Wiccan are introduced, so that's pretty In, much,
2: Patriot. in
4: the it's pretty much a done deal.
2: In the comics, uh, Patriot ends up pretending to inherit the Super Soldier serum from his grandfather. But spoiler alert, he's using drugs. <laughs> MGA's using <laughs> growth hormones and um. uh, there's a whole thing. He ends up actually getting a transfusion from his grandfather to help him live, and so then he gets his oh, natural gets power. Like he's on drugs for a bit. He rehabilitates. He still fights his patriot.
4: Well, he, he's on. He's basically it's a
1: steroid commentary. It's a it's a it's a steroids kind of. Oh, so it's like A Train and the Boys. Gotcha. Yes. Black guy's got to be on drugs.
2: Well, no. Nah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. He just wanted to be yep. like his granddad.
1: But, but I, I think it's actual actually it. more white guys doing it because. Yeah. yeah. Doing the most. I was trying to catch black people because <laughs> black people have set eyes then. <laughs> <laughs> then
2: what begin podcast, white guy can jump
1: as high as LeBron James? Give me mean, one white guy that can jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Anyway, is that is that all we got on the comments? I, yeah, I are, think that's ones comics ones that sums it up. We've done are, some
2: deep dives. There's you know, a, I always show. like to to be amazed at the fact that they do such a great job of pulling from the source material at Marvel. So
4: Yeah, that's it's the it's the source of the power. Oh
3: oh Yeah, yeah, that's all. Alright, so real, uh, we'll just get into another thing before we... Uh, one last thing is the politics. Because the show is very political, uh, themed, and centric. So, want to talk about some, like, blacks. Uh, uh, politics, hot, you know, hot topics on it. So, one thing, uh, question. Essentially, uh, in, in the real, in real life, white gatekeepers essentially, uh, right-wing conservative uh, conservatives in the real world um, uh, are mad that there's a black Captain America. You know, and essentially their, their whole thing is like, oh, why they gotta make Captain America a black guy? You know, w- without realizing, I you know, one, what's wrong with that? There shouldn't be wrong with that. Um, characters take on mantles of other characters all the time. And then two, it's been actually done, and as we've stated before throughout this episode, it's been done before in the comics. So um, I, that's that's my uh, quick take on it. That's just right wing, just the part of the a modern right wing culture war. That's all they have left because they have no actual policy.
4: Well, I, there's 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 um, some. I think I, I kind of I kind of lurk on some of those some of those uh, boards and and. Um... And they—it's funny because I think that the writers did a a really good job of keeping that internal world kind of consistent. Like all the characters in that world are doing what they're doing. You know what you know what what the what the circumstances in that world. Compel them to do. You know, it's not, and the, 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 any real world analogs that you draw are kind of, are kind of incidental, which is kind of brilliant in my, in my thought, you know, because, you know, as you were saying before, the, the, um, you know, the flag smashers, you know, the, who are one world, one worlders, you know, who would be considered lefty, right? Um, radical politics. Yeah. They're, they're coming from a place of, um, you know, we, we, um, you know, we we created this world during the during the blip, and now, you know, with all these old structures and power structures fell away, and now they're trying to put it back. And in and then, the U.S. agent, or I'm sorry, the you know, Captain the John Walker Captain America is representing, the old power structure trying to resurge itself. But the old power structure is like all the people who came back, who's like, why you know, why are these people living in my house? You know, so it's, it's, it's definitely a nuanced take, I feel like, you know, and, and, um, the, the sides are, are fairly balanced. All the characters are developed in, in a, in a way that seemed natural to me. You know I mean? Walker goes on his journey, um, and comes out a, and and comes out, you know, a different kind of hero than, Sam and and his journey and they even kind of acknowledge each other at the end it's kind of like alright you know you're going to do your thing I'm going to do my thing um, and it's funny because I see the, some of the people who are kind of dunking on the show and they, they talk about how much they like U.S. Agent and then they're like oh the the writer can't it's like I don't know if the it's like the writers didn't intend for walker to be cool but he is cool so the jokes on them you know it's, it's like they they can't conceive of a writer like a black writer writing a character like walker who goes on a journey and and has a cool arc you know it's it's like they it's it's kind of breaks the brains a little bit which was entertaining to me yeah. um so that's you know the 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 and you know, again, it, the, you can draw what you what you like from it. Um, but uh, you know, Sam's speech is you know meant for you know it could, could be an analog for you know what what we want, what we would like America to be. You know, like oh, hundred percent, yeah. less unified. But at the same time, it's grounded in what's going on in that world. You know, he's. So the character is talking to the characters in that world, and it, it kind of can echo into our world, and I think that's what the yes. best kind of speculative speculative fiction does.
3: Yeah, 100%. I, I agree with that, Uh Exactly. Yeah, that was like a little bit of a thing, of like the Flag Smashers represent one united world, and they got there because of a easy, quick way. Well, you know, quick, I wouldn't say easy, so. <laughs> A lot of people died um of Thanos doing the snap and the grc the global repatriation council is the old guard the old conservative guard re-establishing borders and stuff so and, and and so yeah it's a it's an allegory for you know conservative powers status quo powers that be resisting the change that the young uh you know radical uh fast radical that people want for You
4: know united better essentially you know oh yeah Yeah. and sam also makes a good point it's like you know what if if somebody is is um you know if people get mad enough to start blowing things up maybe you should find out what they're mad about yep Yep. and you know i tell this to my conservative friends too man like if you're afraid of communism then you gotta make a system that makes people not desperate enough to be communists
1: right You know, I mean, if you have a system of just winners and losers and one side consistently keeps winning or one group of people Yeah, then those losers
3: aren't gonna tolerate.
1: Yeah, It's only a matter. I mean history has shown that whether it's Napoleon Caesar like you can go back so many times and see that like eventually someone comes along and organizes the proletariat and they they make bane and bane throws all the yeah. into yeah. the streets
4: exactly uh, yeah so it's like it's only yeah it's, you
1: know, it's only a matter of time before people can eat you know to let them eat cake people will just be like okay
4: all right so if you're afraid of that you know that's that's a that's an issue you got to deal with you know it's like you know everybody you know if you're if you're angry at at at, at cuba uh, for being communist you know, you should ask the question What got them to the point of of that happening, you know?
1: Well, and also, I mean, in my reading of like history and like you know what the show does really well on on one level is that like, example, like if you take an analog of Batman, in my opinion, like Batman represents the status quo, opposed to Bane, who's about radical change. Now, Bane's a terrorist, and he's doing all these like you know he's going to blow up the city. But he's really trying to, equal, you know, on one level, he's trying to equalize Gotham. You know, there's all these super rich people. There's 1% and then everyone else. And Batman, as a billionaire, is representing the 1%. Now, Falcon, on the other hand, because these things really change in history, if you study it, is when the military class or the paramilitary class, the police or whatever, switches sides because they're the thin blue line that protects these people and their property. So Falcon is that guy, and his speech, what for me, what spoke to me in his speech, he's like riding that line. He's just like you guys got to do better and figure this out because you don't want to see 2.0 of her. Like, you know, people are hungry and dying and, and want you know, the basic necessities. And it's, you know, like you said, best fiction mirror of our own world. And, you know, and so it's only a matter of time before they raid all the pensions of the teachers and then the nurses and then the librarians. And eventually they come for the cops of every union and they destroy and then eventually people are like, well, I'm going to stop protecting your property because there's nothing in it for me anymore. Right? And then we'll let the, the, the masses. And I think what Falcon is trying to say is that this girl died for this belief. And if you keep your boot on the neck of these people, eventually not even me, not even, you know, an, another cat. Like, you don't. what's coming next if you keep suffocating and, 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 and killing these people is uh, because there are more of them than they are of you. Uh, you know, so you should figure out a way to do better, and, and so that was like a really interesting for me political take, along with the question of the the white gatekeepers upset about the black Captain America, because that was the best for me. The best scene in the whole show was when him and Isaiah are talking in episode five about the whole history of Captain America and a black person taking up the mantle, because as yeah. a black, man, it's like you know. It's very, you know, a lot of people don't wanna to talk to older black men or deal with older black men because black men have been through so much. Black men just have, a lot of older black men have that gruff veneer of just like, you know, you can't even get on my level, you know, because you can't, you can't even get on my level because of what you've been through. And like, it takes another black man like Sam, and be like, shut up, man, I dealt with that. I grew up in the South, like, you know, let's get down. And But then his sharing of like throwing him in the jail cell, you know, not seeing the letters from his wife all that stuff like really you know puts it it's very rare just like in black panther like where you have a conversation about africans and african-americans and you know killmonger has made a that a hero at the end when he says like you know bury me in the ocean with my ancestors to jump from the boat i never thought i would see that in a disney movie i never thought i would see two black men from two different generations having this conversation about like but it's like know, for one generation who tried to fight and die and, and be for this country and be completely discarded and use another black man from another generation who's trying to like fight the same fight and like keep the same values. Um, and all the inter inter complexities of that. And, and it was shown so well in that scene. And then later by what Sam does in the last episode by, um, getting the statue and like making sure history remembers him and like that he's not forgotten and stuff like that. And it just shows how Sam you know, one of the things I really like about Sam's character throughout this whole arc is that in the first Winter Soldier movie, Sam is a counselor. He's a healer of people. They really lost that because Sam just becomes like Captain's buddy in, in Civil War and in Infinity War and Endgame. And, but this really goes, like he tries to counsel Carly. He tries to counsel Bucky You know, when he tells him stop avenging, you know, start healing. And you really get to see, and Anthony Mackie, kudos him, he really killed it for me as like, the healer kind of person just saying like we got to heal together. We we're, we're all together in this world and we got to stop fighting each other and we got to heal. And I think that's part of his character and his charisma and Anthony Mackie really because I I think that's one of the things the white gatekeepers miss with the whole like can there be a black captain america and and all that kind of stuff. Uh it, it, it is that they they miss the a black captain america can bring and 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 stuff. But yeah, that's a big part of the whole like laser beam with sand. of this, a lot of people getting pissed at like hey cap can't be black and you know and it's a mantle not a person you know captain america is you know different people can be captain america yeah mute it for us if you're talking you need it
2: i was going to bring it up later but since we're talking about it uh i really enjoyed that too how they showed uh everything that sam brought to the table and the focus on his ability like it's consistency his consistency of being uh someone leading a, a group for other veterans for being able to listen and talk for being that heart like it's not like they made it up like they really painstakingly showed these are the reasons why even in this mcu sam could be captain america is because he could go in a therapy session. Uh, he, you know, with Bucky, he can talk to Bucky like a friend. He can also talk to Carly uh, as someone who's been blipped or experienced something. Like uh, they, they really hammered home that he might not be a super soldier, but he is exceptional, beyond compare, in terms of his capacity to love and teach. And yeah, it's, it's
4: interesting to me, it's kind of like the he's like the um, like the best Superman stories in these D- in D.C. and the best Wonder Woman stories are the ones when he's the well, best Superman stories really are the one when he's showing compassion and just listening to people, you know, giving them hope and inspiring them. And help. And and I think Marvel's kind of like, OK, we're going to our our version of that is going to be Captain America and he's going to be the 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 healer the inspire the one who inspires the 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 and that's and that's
1: and that's really cool i yeah go ahead okay i was just agreeing so go ahead yeah
2: let's. Uh, i i was going to say that you know this show made me want to see how other people would react to this these episodes like i remember when captain america held Mjolnir, hearing people cheer there are a couple scenes where where sam was doing some exceptional stuff and i was like "Fuck yeah like <laughs> you know like that that was dope and just like you know yeah, got man. me hyped uh so
3: yeah
0: all right so yeah, yeah i guess uh now we're ready to kick it in the scores correct score time yeah. score time yeah. okay. all right uh so as you always know The, the Begin Podcast Kind of does their uh, Scoring system In a unique way uh, We rate things In two directions uh, uh, And that is With SJs And uh, I won't get Too uh, elaborative In this instance But that's everything good Your SJs are everything That you think Is good about something And and everything That it exists As far as art Can be both good and bad uh, So on the bad end Of the spectrum As coined by Cordwinder Blurred We have Star Starscreams uh, Because he typically Screws things up, uh, so we go. We, we call our bad things our star screams. Um, so w- we're gonna get straight into it. Um, uh, me personally, I, I really enjoyed this show um, uh, for all of the reasons we said previously. It's it's really refreshing to see uh, a black protagonist in such a. a, a I guess, position of power uh, and position of being really like the savior of the day. Um, You know, uh, I thought some of the elements of, uh, I guess, the the racial aspect were kind of thrown in real heavy at certain points, uh, which is valid. I I guess that's the the current climate of today. I mean, black people see things in a very heavy, uh, I guess, aspect of the world I don't, I don't even know how to put it but uh some of it just kind of felt like it was it was thrown in just to be thrown in at certain points um but With that being said, I enjoyed every every uh, moment of it. Uh, The action scenes were top notch. Uh, One of them that sticks out to me is the first sequence you see where Falcon is flying around and like taking people out of the planes and the helicopters and stuff like that uh, and dropping these big military ships was really awesome. Um, I thought that was like some of the coolest stuff. Uh, and it introduced you to uh, it's, it's Red Wing, right? I'm not getting that wrong. Red Wing is his yep. little robot that flies around. Yeah. Uh, Red Wing uh, is one of the cooler parts, I think, of his whole arsenal of like... Uh, stuff. Uh, it's it's like the first and most awesome drone uh, that I've ever seen because uh, it was in the books and stuff like that too. Um, so so all of that stuff was really good. Uh, even the sequences with Winter Soldier where you know he came through with the real assassin type movement. Uh, that stuff was cool. Um, and as you know, if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, uh, that's very big for me. The action sequences and the fight scenes uh, mean a lot. Um. So, you know, this this was great. I feel like it's like the follow up everybody was waiting for with the MCU stuff. Like uh, a lot of people didn't really know what to make of WandaVision and all of that. Uh, and with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I feel like we got the aesthetic we wanted back from these MCU titles and and intellectual properties um so that was great uh as far as uh ratings go i'm gonna give it four and a half sj's just because i like honestly there wasn't much that like detracted from it for me um you know the the whole sequence where he first comes across his uh, older family member and he's like I'm just trying to get like you you know Sam you, you doing your thing man like that that felt like extremely authentic like there, there's a lot of like times like that where you, you feel like it's 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 realistic. It's the real world, uh, a feel, uh, and then as far as star screams go, I'm gonna probably hit it with one star scream just because with that same thing uh, being such a great aspect of it, I felt like sometimes it was a, a, a little like too uh, tacked on and things like that. Um, so uh, things like that. Uh, there were a a few scenes where the dialogue is just a little cheesy and I think that comes with everything in the MCU uh, because it is supposed to give you that comic book feel Uh, so that's where my star stream is going to come from but yeah uh, overall it's another shining example of why the MCU is making all the bucks and why people love the MCU
4: yeah I I really like the show Um, I'm gonna give it um I'm gonna give it four and a half SJ as it does everything it it needs to do uh you know almost as well as it can be everything it sets out to do as an action movie. Um it there there are some parts that that kind of drag and 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 take you out of a little bit hence hence the four and a half and and not the 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 perfect five but it 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 um it does everything you expect it expect an action adventure kind of show to do um of of this type and and with the you know blending in kind of like a, a natural flow of of story and and making it relevant to the world real world i thought that was really well done great acting great directing i can't think of any actors that were phoning it in and and really kind of sucking it up yeah. and, and i you know all the directing was it felt like each show felt like a little movie and um i, I thought that was really cool um for star screams i'm going to give it two one was uh in the montage scene you know you thought that that was not anthony mackie man like damn dude then, during the training scene <laughs> yeah 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 day, day, I yeah, like,
0: yeah day? i got yeah i feel that i feel so that like, yeah, there's a couple you scenes that, where you, that, mean, you, don't even, you
1: don't even have to freeze frame it too much i was like that that's not i, yeah. like, damn, I mean so, he came a then, long
0: way from clarence
4: though like you gotta give <laughs> yeah, like, okay, him a stuntman that looks a little bit more like him and um and uh I so there has been um some folks have been uh, making the rounds uh, with a kind of a legit complaint in that um, there's there's no um uh, like the Anthony Maliki's uh Falcon slash Captain America um gets no like no interest from any females. Like there's no Energy like Bucky is like no stop, stop that yeah this has been like the running argument hold on hold on,
2: hold on. I, I wrote this down so I'm gonna I'm gonna end this right here I was gonna save it for the end of this podcast let's get it out I, I wish laser beams was right here because if you look at it episode two when after he gets out of his pimp suit oh smiling, he was in the pimp suit the African name, pimp suit and what does Sharon Carter say? that's much better with the most flirtatiousness. Yeah, yeah, and she, she, was does. she was
0: trying to get the African pimp suit. Seriously, be. and even she at the end, to...
2: when he has the Captain America suit on, she's flirting with him. So you can't say it. Like, there is flirtation. There's a scene, literally, where he's chest bare, and she's like, mm, that's much better. That's what she said. She said, Clarence's no, parents got a
0: real good I, I, marriage. That's so I, I, I said, I, I, You keep, I, I, keep talking that. I, I, got
1: got to some, I, I got something to say about that, but I'm going to say it when <laughs> I'm, for what I'm gonna, doing my thing. I'm not going to interrupt. I'm going to let court star
4: scream in brackets then. One star scream, and I'll have to go back and rewatch it. One star scream, and one potential star scream.
0: Hold no, on, no, you said two star screams before. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> saying it's two. It's two. One, now, it's now, okay, one is a potential. Okay, all right, I get exactly. it now. All right, all right, I dig it. All right, so uh, what's what's good, Forrest? How you feel?
2: So listen, uh, first off, I got to say that I, I've been impressed by both of these Disney Plus shows. Um, Marvel is knocking it out the park. Uh, I think that both WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier are stories about the emotional toll of being superheroes. You know, they're they're really giving you deep psychological dives into these characters, which I was not expecting. I was not expecting WandaVision to be about grief. Uh, I was not expecting Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is literally in my head like Tango and Cash or something to yeah. be about like uh Bucky dealing with the trauma of being turned into the opposite of what he ever wanted to be. I didn't expect it to be about uh, Falcon dealing with inheriting this legacy and what came before it. So, you know, off the bat, I thought that was phenomenal that they could tell these stories and, and breathe such depth into them. Cause it's, it's not, this is not just like a superhero show. This is something that, you know, like there's a lot of emotion into it and they really explore these characters which you couldn't do in a movie so kudos they're they're crushing this if they continue doing this i think they're on the right right path um i think that for me i i started out wanting to give it like three and a half stars but after hearing catalyst in in uh you know corwin and, and all you guys like i'm gonna i'm gonna push it up to four and a half stars uh for this show Um, you know unlike Alice like I I think that race and politics is baked into this whole story you know we've shown that in in the comics with the truth and all these things Like these things have been discussed and uh, it didn't feel forced to me because I know the material and I hope that it didn't feel like that to other people Um, for and, and my other thing is that you know we talked about Bucky and, you know, Captain America, John Walker, all these guys, but even the people in the supporting roles, like Zemo, uh, Sharon Carter, like everyone's killing what they're doing. They're doing a great job. Uh, Sam's sister was great. Uh, gave that, like, down-home feel, like Alice said. Like, the the fact that they ended the show with a cookout, like, were they, were they, like <clears throat> with, um, who was the artist? Uh, Curtis Harding. I had to look it up. That last song was this uh, soul singer, Curtis Harding And it felt like It, it was old school, like Marvin Gaye uh, or something yes. I
0: also like that they invited white people to the cookout Which is a, a yeah, big, is. <laughs> Which is a big thing Our favorite white people get invited to the cookout So, you know
2: yeah. <laughs> At the start of this, I never would have imagined That this show would end With a black cookout mm-hmm. Like, uh, like yeah. I didn't I couldn't have, if, if that was on yeah, the big board, Yeah. No Um So, you know, I I thought it was great. It added a lot of things. I think that it also broadened the Marvel MCU landscape. You know, uh, another character we kind of alluded to is the Blip, is what happened during those five years. This is something that's very different from the Marvel comics. You know, this is a territory we haven't explored. And as a a lifelong comic reader, as a fan, I, I find it interesting to see that interaction like between people like who got blipped, the people who were living. Like I'm glad they didn't just brush it under the the rug and they're they're running with it. They're creating this world. Um and in this show they move forward a lot of things. There was uh what's her name? Uh Julia Louise Dreyfus as Val Contessa. The Contessa, uh, yeah. You know, they're Matt, yeah, you know, they, they introduced all of these little tidbits that are going to weave their way into the Marvel story. And I do think it's going to be Val Cooper. I, I thought it was Val Cooper, exactly. Because Val Cooper actually was the one who uh, wanted John Walker,
4: right? Yep. To be Captain in America. The, so he was, yeah, in the uh, Dark Avengers.
2: Yeah. Um and, and before, Val Cooper wanted... Uh, when they were choosing between Nick Fury and Falcon. Right, right. She was the one like, get Super Patriot. So I, I just thought it was great. They introduced a lot of content, uh, gave a lot of Easter eggs, they held it together. My um, Star Screams, uh, so four and a half SJs, my SS is just one. And I think that uh, some things were a little drawn out. I had some questions about things. Uh, for instance why uh sharon broker would allow zemo to kill the dude who can make the super soldier serum that didn't that just didn't make sense to me like uh, your whole thing is powers and you got your dude killed mm-hmm. um but but overall you know that's they, a great point they, they didn't they didn't miss a lot uh, fair, fair. so you know, that's me. Uh Also, well,
4: probably just because if they had captured him, she, she, he, you know, probably figured that if they they were going to find him anyway. And if 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 they did, she'd be outed.
2: How are they going to find him? They were desperate. Like I, I just you don't let get
3: them it. Do him. Like
2: yeah, like, like <laughs> she's like I don't get it. Um, but yeah, so that's me. Four and a half star screen. Uh, SJS one star screen.
0: All right, Double Black, what you got? Unmute, baby.
1: Okay, uh, so the, I'm going to talk about the things I liked and then the few things I didn't like. So the things I really liked the show were uh, I thought Zemo was really good. Obviously, Bucky and Sam were great. Of the Wakandans and how they came in and did their thing, the Through the Door Milaje, that in there. Sort of whole interaction with Bucky, I thought was great because it's like we haven't seen them, you know, basically since Endgame, and it's like, what's what have they been up to? And so bringing him back through I, you know, uh, Io, I believe is the character's name. Um, I thought was really good. I liked Walker, I didn't like him in the beginning, and but that's the whole he his, the way his whole character is constructed. You hate him in the beginning, and then you kind of have some sympathy for him over time, even though he does this horrible thing with killing that one dude. Uh, And the acting was top notch. The writing was amazing. The directing was really, really well done. I'm liking the fact that Marvel is doing these one director, one writer. Like, they did the same thing with WandaVision. They're doing the same thing with this. And Loki are all going to be one director, one writer for all the episodes. Uh, Really, for me, the the cream of the top was uh, the black Captain America. Um, I thought he was really interesting. I loved Isaiah Bradley and his whole story. And you mean the Mantis? That's the mantis <laughs> yes all the deep deep cuts of nerd of black nerd if you were a black nerd teenage boy in the 90s you know the guy who played isaiah bradley as the mantis he played the one black superhero that was on it was on tv he was on fox he was on a tv show called the mantis back in the 90s and so it had one season about 22 episodes Go look it up and uh yeah he was our he was our dude like we all like watched that show like Back in the day uh, as part of like oh there's a black superhero and it was like on, on fox so yeah, yeah but um, you know um
4: also the Marshall. Man, louise dreyfus
1: yes. yeah, yeah julie louise dreyfus oh, yeah. showing up as a uh, madam hydra was a nice nice easter egg and stuff it made me yeah. like look her look that character up you know i'm interested to see her in black widow now because originally she was supposed to be in black widow i'm gonna have to do the mental gymnastics of like okay this is the first time i'm actually supposed to see the character when i see the movie black widow but yeah, so so many things were really really well done. Uh, I mean again I love Zemo like guy who Daniel gruel really ma- moved him into the anti hero category because you know You're like he's talking all this like oh don't super soldiers create super ambition kind of like in you know Star Trek what they talk about like with Khan and stuff like that Like don't breed these people, you know making references to World War 2 and trying to breed a master race and what that brought in and then when push came to shove he destroyed the super soldiers. Sure, He didn't take it himself. Like you thought in that moment he would take it himself, but he, and then his guy blows up the last super soldiers, right? Blows those, like, he really is about that. Like no super people kind of Yo, thing. His, you know, his,
2: we, his Alfred was awesome.
1: <laughs>
2: his, like his the butcher. Alfred.
1: Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. His, his name his is Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. That was, that was, that was, that was really dope and, and stuff. And so, um, it, but like all so many things were on point in this show for me. And you know, like to force this point of the the, the race and politics, the scene, you know, my, my probably my second favorite scene is the scene where they get stopped by the cops, which caused like a lot of fervor on the internet and people saying like eighty percent of us watch the people stop watching the show at that point, you know, when like Disney doesn't even put out statistics of where you're getting that number from. Yeah, uh, where you getting that number uh, from Overlord lord dvd guy i'm i'm calling you out on the Begin podcast you Overlord DVD calling me exactly. out <laughs> exactly come at me bro at me overlord dvd damn we got we got we got reddit stuff? beef on the begin podcast exactly. now it's fucking reddit beef no, this guy's like this guy's a, guy a crazy youtuber man yeah. like i was just like what are you talking about hey, it, to- yeah
0: that that whole thing spread because of reddit though like it was on youtube and then reddit kicked it into high gear
1: exactly yeah but like yeah over you know overlord dvd saying 80 percent of people stopped watching at that point again that's to the point of the white so so yeah so at me bro come at me
0: come Um, at me yeah on reddit
1: you know um those things i really really liked and enjoyed uh of of what they did um one thing that so so i will give it five sjs actually i'm gonna give the show five because all the black stuff for me was just like so amazing and so like yeah it's what it set out to do it did super well for me um i'm gonna give it two star screams one star scream because i don't i didn't even look her up because i don't even want to know her name because i'm tired of trying to make girl who played carly happen. like she was infant's nest the one of the main villains turned anti-heroes uh in solo she's the one who looks like the bounty hunter chick it turns out she's like a 15 year old kid. And she's like, yeah, yeah, they unmask her, and it's, I'm like, Stop trying to make this ginger, like, freckle faced girl happen. You know, every show they have, like, in WandaVision, it was Catherine Hahn for me. I was just like, Stop trying Aww. to make Catherine Hahn happen. She's garbage. I'm done with her. I'm over it. Like, in this show, it was her. she was not a good bad guy. She was not interesting. Like, Walker was good and interesting like even julie reese dreyfus showing up was good interesting but like her representing the flash masters every time she was talking i was just like oh my god will someone give this girl a bunch that- of bone tell shut the fuck up i was uh, just yeah. so not into her at all like she like they, they that role needed someone like it could have been a female but they needed someone with more gravity more gravitas one like that would have been more interesting it didn't have to be a man it Didn't you know it could have been a personal color It could have been anybody but like she, like and they the the Third world, like, you know, people who hire people for these jobs and cast actors are tr- keep trying to make this young woman happen. I just don't think she has the gravitas to pull off these, these like, you know, really interesting. She's supposed to be this charismatic leader, like almost like a magneto type person, you know, or, you know, harkening back to someone like Malcolm X or something like that, that's really calling for nationalism of a people. And I was just like, I don't really feel that with you at all. <laughs> like, you know, you're not one star scream for that. And then just for me like to core with this point and you know i feel what what um uh force is saying but you know we we've had discussions on this before and we don't have to go too deep down the rabbit hole but just the whole like i'm i want more than flirtation i want them to have a full on girlfriend or wife or sexual partner like they're like i'm tired of seeing black male superheroes in in a non-sexualized role and if the only thing we get it's him flirting with Sharon. I'm like, what is, and again, that's to me, the white gatekeeping where they're just like, they're just so afraid to take it more than flirtation. Like, can't, does they kiss Sharon? Do they hook up? Like, cause if you build a movie like they're talking about or a second season, that would be really interesting if it was like this Mr. and Mrs. Smith thing, like she was leading this double life and they were hooking up and he had no idea that she was the power broker and doing all this crazy shit. And then he had to like take her down you at the end scroll. of the thing. And that sounds scroll. interesting. That's no, but like for me, I'm giving it one whole star screen because of the like black male Non-sexual non-girlfriend, you know, we talked about it with Finn. We've talked about let, let me just finish We talked about it with Finn. We've talked about it with uh Cyborg and just the non-sexualization. So like I'm not saying they gotta be out here like Luke Cage banging every girl and stuff like that, but it has to be like that, you know, why can't he have like, you know, uh, a Lois Lane or some you know some character i mean they do it in the books you know where he's dating uh misty knight for a little bit and stuff or they're together for a while but like the fact that th- there's no sexual he's a complete asexual being really Ridiculous. really, frust- really he's, frustrating he's not, you know right. and we've, and we've had all these movies and stuff like that and it, 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 like i hear you about the flick but i want him to see and it could be i mean we can hold a have a conversation about like white girls black girls all that kind of stuff but like to have him like, you know, at least Cap got to kiss like Sharon and stuff like that. You know, Tony had Pepper, uh, uh, Thor had Jane, like, you know, like Hawkeye is married and has a family and stuff like that. Bruce Banner got to have Natasha. Like, you know, I think, you know, I want to go in my deep cut to say that like he was hooking up with Natasha while they were off, you know, running together. Even Vision, the robot, has Wanda. Like none of these, like, you know, Rody doesn't have anybody. Like Sam, I'm like, what is this? Like, so the non-sexualization, and like the flirting is not enough. Like there, mm. there has to be like dates or hooking up or something. For me. But God. the last mm.
0: example you made was a, a like a, a theoretical about Hulk. Hulk. Like, what's oh, to man. stop people assuming that about like Falcon? I, no or... the, I, got,
3: the, I got the real instead of theoretical. The MCU movie, the MCU movie, Incredible Hulk. Forget all this Black Widow stuff. He has Betsy Ross. So yeah. or, okay, so. Let's, okay so okay but yeah.
2: here's the, here's the thing is that so it took opened. how many it took how many movies for captain america steve rogers to hook up to kiss someone not the first movie do they kiss in the first movie because i watched that one. yeah the they first do. the first yeah uh, Sharon? yeah they
0: do
3: yeah he, he kisses, kisses marjorie tyrell and he kisses peggy carter
2: and at, at, at,
0: in, both in the first movie yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. He's he, he, the second recently. the second movie was probably a better example because it was, was like no the nothing, second, nothing. he doesn't do
3: a lot of hooking up in the second Second movie,
0: nothing happens in the second movie. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he kisses
1: he kisses. He kisses he movie. kisses movie. uh he kisses Black Widow when they're on right. the run.
3: Yeah. So that's an undercover kiss or whatever, but see, but it, it is kiss,
2: but yeah.
1: Undercover kiss. Uh, and, and he's like, he, he he's like, kissing people makes people uncomfortable. He's like, I know, so kiss me. Yeah, when they're on the escalator in the oh, Jersey he, Mall. Uh, you taking her away. She's the one who's Is it? Is here's the thing. Is he's like, oh, yeah, she does.
2: But it's like, is not only does Sharon Carter again flirt <laughs> heavily with him, like when he's when he is naked, top naked, like being like, this is better. Every woman there and they gave a lot of eye candy for ladies they put anthony mackie in a place that i haven't seen for black a, girl, a long girl. way from clarence that's all i'm saying like, long way I from clarence like that whole workout scene that Cordwainer was saying was not yeah. cool like every the ladies loved that let me see they him, him around. let me see him throw some stuff
1: like for me i want to put this in the white be. boy gatekeeper's face Here is black captain america hanging your blonde sharon <laughs> like that's what I, I want to see I feel that All right. What I wanna so, so I'm going to interrupt <laughs> that Because
0: we're not going to go too deep down the hole What I will say is I sit on both sides of this argument But I think I lean a little more to force his side I think you're reaching a little bit To say that he just wasn't sexualized yeah. I think I, I think I mean, he could he be can. more sexualized mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a lack thereof But for time's sake I'm going to kick it over time to my time man uh, Laserbeam yeah. So he can let us yeah, know how absolutely. he felt about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier
3: I right, try to be as quick as possible. Uh but for time's sake I agree with my brother double black. But so we're I'm on I'm on that side. But okay. Um uh but uh sure for the for uh SJs, I'm gonna give it four and a half SJs. Um, essentially again, I always come last so pretty much all the reasons you guys have already kind of stated. Uh it's you know, all the things it did, that conversation. Between uh, Isaiah and the Mantis, uh, uh, also known as, as Court Wonder said a little bit, but uh, he's also a Martian Manhunter in the Justice League. Uh, That's you know that's when I first uh, was picked to him or second. Cartoon Justice League, not the yes, yes, yes. In the two thousands, the cartoon Justice League,
0: yeah. Not not the Snyder Cut.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Um, but. That conversation is amazing. Um, uh, all the surprises like that, took out. All these things were like real, like I didn't see them come in, real, real gems, they're real cool. All the stuff they're establishing, moving the MCU forward, um, which is what I thought they would do, and I'm glad they did it. So those those were good. Um, I really like how they use Zemo in this. Um, like I said at the very beginning of the podcast, in my introduction, I really liked Zemo's scene where he, where he's hanging out with them and then he, he mixes the the I think the funniest line in the series where um, they have uh, uh, Falcon at the time uh, undercover as some guy named Smiling Jack Jackal or something tiger. Smiling Tiger Smiling Tiger and they did
0: do the sound effect know. and everything and, yeah it was like, <laughs> you, with you, him. Got,
3: you got me looking like a pimp and then like Zeno's like only an American would think that
0: that film. was a good scene that was a really I good sequence yeah
3: a, you know so that was that was great um and and stuff like that I really like uh yeah Zemo dance yeah Zemo dance is fun
1: I'm, I'm an hour on the Marvel you, you can look it up and see him dance yeah.
3: for an hour <laughs> Zemo dance. um yeah I, I I really so so throw back to a, a begin podcast that we did about endgame um uh uh uh, uh, Double Black was bringing up a point of like, what is up with the Wakandans? How come they, like the Wakandans could have helped with a lot of stuff? And like those those suits that they used to travel, those suits could have been made by the Wakandans. And in this show, and it's clearly, yes, it should have been all the answers to that, but like they just really didn't think that Black Panther was gonna be the up thing that it was. And they really just didn't think about, they have these future tech people in this universe that the Wakandans are. But out in this show, uh his new suit was made by the Wakandas. They deliver it to him and he reveals it and so his wings are uh and they show this in the scene where he's you know, the last action scene where he's flying around and his wings like block a helicopter from flying on top of him. That's vibranium. Like that's like like his suit is is, is a tech, you know, a plus tech stuff.
0: It's, from the motherland.
3: Yeah, from the motherland. So it's it's i think that's really good so there you go with like when you you're like why some stuff with the wakanda so that's the stuff i actually really like that the content distribution i like the door lot i showed up and beat up. they beat him up like pop, pop, pop. they're gonna do that they got zemo yeah he's gonna jail. but i like them doing stuff the bigger world stuff like contributing with their high tech and their yeah. you know i thought that was really cool and uh so those uh you know four and a half sjs star screens again venn diagram with my brother Double black uh i really dislike uh infus ness uh whatever <laughs> they call her, uh i for the exact garbage. same Garbage.
1: she's garbage
3: i she's just too young of an actress i don't think she has the gravity or the caliber of acting or method uh to pull off especially these complicated anti-hero or built slash villain yeah. uh leader leader characters I'm Insane. And, and I, Sorry, it's not coming through. I'm not buying it. I can't suspend this belief when she's on the screen, like, doing the things she's supposed to be able, capable of doing and whatnot. She's physically barely able to do this stuff. I think I chalk it up to her youth, you know. Um, but that's a whole nother thing. But here's her, her. She doesn't. He's not doing it for me, I think. Um, again, they've had some really whack villains, uh, so she's not at the bottom. I'll, you know, I'll give her that. Um, like the guy from Wanda. No,
1: she's no Malekith
3: Yeah, is still the worst. And, uh, and
0: what's, what's what's my man? What's the the joint from the second Ant Man movie? Ghost or whatever? Like that was a bad villain. Oh, Ghost. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I Ghost. Was like to her. Yeah, sure.
4: it, it was average. Well, yeah, yellow Jacket was pretty bad. Uh, like
1: Yellow Jacket's pretty bad, but I like Yellow Not yeah. like nah, yeah. very good. Yeah,
0: also, Iron Man 3, not good. Iron Man, th- oh, what was Iron Man 3 was Mandarin, right? No. Uh,
1: no, I like Batman. Mandarin. That was
0: yeah. a fake. That was, okay.
1: Well, was, or even the, uh, red the guy. Red. The guy Pierce guy with the. That, the, nah, that was not good.
3: Nah, I like them better than all these cats we've said. You know, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, and uh, so. Uh, she was pretty bad and then uh, also I, I didn't like uh, yeah there was some stuff was like the power broker it was like some like four some stuff didn't fit right I agree that that just like like I, I hear you Wonder. like they could have found that dude with or without her help sooner or later but then like if you're playing this five dimensional chess I don't think a, one of the smart move is like I'll help you guys get to him like uh, this guy, I you mean, know, like, she if if she's, I I could only play one dimensional chess, and I would just would have been like, oh, help you, and then Secret tell my agents get that guy out of the crates over there, like, because I need him to keep making super serum soldier, soldier serum, and you know the show up like, oh, he's not here, we just missed him, you know, like, <laughs> like, oh, I'll keep helping you guys,
0: but that's just. me. I think there. Uh, I think there's like some other manipulation that had to go on with that. I think like maybe during like Loki or something. We'll we'll see what happened there. But.
2: No, no, because she even says at the end. She says, "Well, get the buyers ready. The super soldier serum's off the market, but exactly. I'm gonna have access to alien tech." Oh, yeah. you haven't seen the re- you haven't seen the end of the show, Kevin? Yeah, it's the
0: very end. No, I'm, I'm the yeah, last. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. very. Deal end. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's like one, like one of
1: the last scenes. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Um. It, that's just kind of that's very light. It's just like, just not all the way planned out, all through problems. Um, that's, you know, that's fine. And yeah, that's that's about it. Um, that music was phenomenal. All those musical choices, all that stuff was great. I really thought it was cool. Um, uh, the acting, phenomenal job. But yeah, uh, um, the two leads, made of, uh, I forgot their age. But yeah, Sebastian Stan and uh, Anthony Mackie. Um, or Anthony Mackie, incredible job. Sebastian did a great job. His pathos of being a traumatized much. The PTSD stuff. PTSD, yeah, Yeah. and yeah. So great point that and all got circled back to Falcon being, uh, you know, counselor from his very introduction scene in the MCU. He's a soldier counselor, and that's essentially still what he does. You know, and uh, I think that's great. I I feel him as a leader. He feels right to me. He feels right as the, as Captain America. I'm I'm on board. Uh, I'm excited to see him in films as Captain America. You know, uh, it was great. Uh, this was a great journey. Uh, even if you missed this whole thing, like if you just saw the end game, then you see him in the next movie. All you saw was Captain and Shield, and you think he just has the shield. But it, you you missed this whole journey. You sh- people should check it out, uh, and because there's. Uh, a lot to go into it so i'm gonna give it uh yeah four and a half SJ's, then just like two stars cool
2: i I think i'm gonna add an extra starscream you guys got me because i i the the brother's black (laughs) (laughs) no black i gotta i only put one i'm gonna have to put an extra one on there tack it up there it's like the opposite of core window but
1: it's flag smasher chick
2: for the, yeah, because you, yeah. you got me with the she's supposed to be like a magneto. And if anybody knows yeah. me, I, I hold magneto. my heart. I got in Amherst College with yeah. an essay about Magneto. Like, yeah. like you know, she
1: represents this one people. world, one people, and it's just like it's it's almost like a like a, a TikTok, like it's just like something hot for the summer. Yeah, Not really. So, <laughs> uh, I mean yeah,
2: Even in the like, show, on the last scene, when she's trying to rally the last four super soldiers, and it's yeah. all people older than her, and she's and they're like, yes. "We gonna die?" Yes. She's amazing. like, "One world." Yeah. And they're yeah, they're like, <laughs> oh, <people.">
1: they're like, <laughs> oh. like they want
2: to have a quick meeting and be like, maybe we should just <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: all right. I all right so yeah uh it's the begin podcast we were happy to come back at you uh i'm I'm happy to say we got a few new viewers here on the twitch stream and shout out to them i'm talking your black guy and big mama's house 6969 uh my man said y'all on your nerve shit also asked my man laser beam about all the buns in the background he said your man got a lot of buns back there let me see you make a sandwich um so uh shout out to y'all thank y'all for supporting we appreciate all All of that. Um, Check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. This is going to be our first uh, episode that will be just audio in a bit as well uh, because it looks like we got the sound right. Uh, But thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week. Uh, Same uh, Begin Podcast channel. Same Begin Podcast time. I don't know. We're not always on time. Black people stuff. Peace out. We appreciate you all. Holla at you do the most.
3: It's about to be 4th of July.
0: (laughs) Oh, damn. They just said somebody look like CeeLo Green. I don't know who they talk about, but... (laughs)